Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Babe, your favorite podcast. I'm here with my favorite person, Graydon Shepard. Hello, readers. Oh, my. Oh. I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Thank you. You're so welcome. And we have some bug talk. Oh, gosh. To discuss. Ugh. Because spring has sprung in yeah. Los Angeles. It's basically like summertime now. Yeah. It went from A to Z really quickly. It was 90 degrees today. It was really nice, actually. It was nice. You liked it? Yeah, I did. Mm. <laughs> well, I finally got some outdoor furniture for my little like chill zone. So, so now I don't have to like sweat indoors. Yeah. Because like I realized my downstairs in my apartment, there's no way to get an AC unit in here. Oh, no. Like there's just no window that it could go in. That one doesn't. No, no I guess the bars and, and stuff. Too. Yeah, mm. and so I'm just stuck <laughs> in a true hell zone. So it's essential that I have like an outdoor chill zone. Yeah, but what spring brings along with it are lots and lots of bugs. There's like earwigs. Earwigs, a, a, a classic. Yeah, an earwig crawled out of Kyle's computer yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> true horror yeah when i first got this couch that we're sitting on a beetle crawled out of it oh beetles are okay what kind of beetle it was just like a black beetle okay i just like transferred it outside and get it from the street this couch no from cb2 yeah aka the street no it was from cb2 (laughs) the poor people's crate and barrel is that more expensive it's for total plebeians (laughs) true destitute pores west elmer you're a West Elm no. over a CBD. They're the same thing, essentially. Yeah. 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 Crate and Barrel is like suburban, like rich whites. CB2 right. is like your funky, poor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the IKEA for like, it's one step up from IKEA. What's it's like one? you're woke. Yeah. But true, yeah. you're not on that suburban, like, but you're still lawyer budget, but you're still like a yuppie basic. and yeah. you're basic as fuck. <laughs> We have everything from CBT. You're a Me Too feminist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so outdated. Come on. Um, um, yeah. So there's. A, you've noticed this, right? Like the you called them skeeter hawks. No, mosquito hawk, mosquito hawk, mosquito hawk. Yeah. So or they eat mosquitoes. Skeeter hawk. Yeah. Well, that's what I was told. But I don't that's know what that's I true. was told too. But I think it's an old wives' tale. Yeah. They just look like giant mosquitoes that are gonna bite you even more they're so disgusting to do you me. wake up with like sometimes in the summer like hundreds of mosquito bites on your legs yeah definitely yeah. okay good it's not just me or like, like one really itchy bite on my arm uh-huh. or something like that that i assume is either a mosquito or like a rogue spider that like found its way into my bed do you ever get like <laughs> i like this I'm line of questioning is really fun if i admit this maybe i have something horrible but just like a line of scabs on your leg ever um just like a no. full line maybe the readers can help me because i've tried to look it up and it's not bed bugs and it's not i don't know it's hard to it's like it looks as if i have like a single like as if a staple was dragged up my leg and then there's just like a line and it's kind of itchy and I don't know where it came from. Maybe it's just irritation from tidy jeans. It might be irritation from jeans. Yeah. Maybe Kyle's like 
scraping you with his toenails in his sleep. <laughs> I'm the toenail torturer. I you're keep the my, toenail torturer. Yeah, Maybe you're scraping I grow yourself. my toenails really long. <laughs> and you? then I touch Kyle with them and I, and I go, mm, nice and long. I hate that. <laughs> they look like Fritos. I hate a long toenail. <laughs> just because I don't care about myself and I let it go. <laughs> I've gotten better recently. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. One of the peaks of this entire past like year i would say like from now until this point in 2018 or at least july of 2018 uh-huh. like one good thing that happened is that my toenails never fell off remember there was like <laughs> remember i had a period where it was Tongue real moment? tbd a little leprosy yeah like i danced too hard on acid at a dead show and oh, then the yeah. next day my right. both toenails were bruised <laughs> and i was like if this goes south I will to That's it. That's die. The I'll edge. die. Yeah. It's yeah. the last straw. But they just, they held on for dear life and <laughs> they didn't go anywhere. Thank God. Well, you could have got that little Lamisil monster in here to like help your, <laughs> help your toe fungus. That's for toe fungus. Yeah. Well, this is a bruise. Mm, They're different. I think it could have been a combo. It was not just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <sighs> but yeah, those mosquito hawks are my mortal enemy. They're terrifying. I don't know what they. I don't know what their purpose is. Me neither. They come out like around late March, yeah. April, and then they terrorize me. <laughs> they somehow sneak in. Yeah, and then like, I think that they're just like really big and dumb. Yeah. So they like they just bounce around. They bounce around <laughs> and like can't really function, <laughs> and they land on stuff until you like disrupt them. But instead of other bugs that like try and avoid you, they like come close to you. Oh. So that really like that makes them extra awful. Maybe they're trying to get in your hair. They do, <laughs> and they have this like it's like uh-huh. like when they are really close. Yeah, and. It's just, there's nothing worse. They're kind of like flying daddy long legs, which can bite you. Did you know that? I thought their mouths were too small to bite. I don't know. Not if you have delicate skin like me. Are they ravaging you? No, I don't know. I just, I was reading about it. I don't know why I came across that, but I believe they can bite you. Wow. Now I need some, like, you're a daddy long legs truther. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need confirmation from like an entomologist. Um, if they can or not. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What other kind of bugs do you get? Do you get earwigs? Every once in a while, I get an earwig. Mm. I get silverfish, mm. which are just disgusting, yeah. but I can deal with them. Like, they're not my favorite, but it's like I've come to accept that they we live in the same space as each other i see about one a day have you heard that chelsea peretti bit about silverfish no she's just freaking out about them it was on her podcast and she's like why are you so fast they're very (laughs) fast at the speed of light they're fast yet also dusty yeah they're like made of dust yeah because then you smash them and it's like they have no guts they just turn into dust and then they go away so that to me is not like 
Yeah, that's not as the worst. Menacing is like a goopy, goopy gut situation. Yeah. Or like a. I've had not at this apartment, thank fuck, but like my old apartment, I saw a couple like centipedes or like millipedes. Ooh. And that was like. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It was move out time. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I definitely get termites here. Yeah. I think there's termites. like a full blown termite infestation that oh. the building refuses to like acknowledge. We both have the same kind of house and it's like, I like the beams are falling in on us if it ever comes yeah. to the earthquake time it's just like collapsing like a little house of cards mm-hmm. we're done for there's a corner of like the roofing that's just been like munched on like clearly <laughs> has been digested and everyone's living in denial yeah except for me who i look at it and i'm just like wow what's gonna happen when that falls off our landlord had somebody come over and like literally like there's like the the drop not is it dropping? It's like the wood and the whatever they they eat and everything that like oh, yeah, and they falls leave down. Those little the, kind of like it's their poop. It's like sawdust almost, basically outside. We never have it inside, but it's like you on, might think that, but mm, look closer. My <laughs> I beg of you to look closer because I can't see it in my brain flakes. I it's like teeny little black dots. Yeah, but I don't really see it. I don't see that inside. Mm, I see it a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> At my house. Um, <laughs> but our landlord had somebody come over to inspect, and he was like, nope, all good, no termites. And I'm like, I know there's termites. <laughs> there yeah. are termites. Like, now it's gotten to the point every year, like clockwork, they swarm, yeah. and then there's just, like, termites all over the apartment. And then someone comes and, like, sprays inside the walls, but I'm like, it's too late. Once they've swarmed, it's, like, an established yeah. problem. Yeah. It's a tent, like... <laughs> solution yeah. only or a bulldozer yeah wrecking ball i'm like tent it please but also that's just like don't you just get poisoned by that i don't know nothing i don't know anything either i think there are like safe things or so they say but whatever god i don't know who knows yeah i went We're to the surfs that they're just trying to kill off yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's safe don't worry about it if you're not a one percenter Get out of here. <laughs> die. Get off the <laughs> Have been paying a ton for health care and then you'll die. Oh, um, I watered a plant the other day and I think I saw like some baby termites in my plant, oh, which I was like, can you, is nothing sacred in this world? Yeah. Imagine living like in a truly tropical place where scorpions and stuff, at least we don't have that. Yeah. We definitely do However, have scorpions. Quote unquote though. water bugs, which are just giant cockroaches are yeah. the biggest troll of the <laughs> I've had some giant cockroach moments in this apartment, but they've thankfully been dead when I've discovered them. Oh, okay. I've had people over and then like a cockroach crawls out (laughs) (laughs) like up to the food. (laughs) It didn't crawl up to the food when I was there, but it was like making its way across. It was like making its way downtown. But it wasn't who else? It was there were a few people there. There were a few people there, and then Kyle was like, Oh, a water bug. And then calmly like (laughs) and I was like, Don't you guys mean a cockroach? No judgment. But like, (laughs) yeah, it's life in LA. You just have to get comfortable with a bug's life. Yeah. And that's the only way. I have started coughing a lot more since moving here. Just from air quality? I'm just, I don't know. Or cockroach. Cockroach droppings. Yeah. (laughs) They crawl in my mouth at night. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I fully like had like a rat infestation that I just turned into content. So it's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the good news is that you can monetize anything. Oh, yeah. But also, yeah, you're just like 
gonna be living and in, in, unless you're living in like a 40 mil mansion you're gonna be like living in filth yeah it's a bug's life yeah we're just in it but tell me someone tell me something good about those huge mosquito things because i can't find any redeeming qualities like do they actually eat mosquitoes someone up to you to find out <laughs> for us (laughs) um the other day i let a moth into the house so that lady could chase it (laughs) did she chase it She chased it but she didn't like kill it she just plays with it and it would like she'd get it in her her mouth lady is our cat by the way um she'd get it in her mouth and then she'd let it go and it would fly around a bit but kind of like a little bit more limply and i just felt like such a psychopath for like watching her (laughs) play with this live animal oh my god i really shouldn't have done that i I still feel bad about that (laughs) i love when cats torture things they are psychotic they are there's there's nothing back behind there they're just there to like manipulate us Mm -hmm. yeah but i'm into it okay Like if they're, I'm into it, but I also want them to be like really sweet to me, but I love like a cat just like brutalizing another animal. True. Like in Pet Cemetery. Like in Pet Cemetery, aka the worst movie ever made. 2019 slash forever. I thought everyone would be on the same page as we were about Pet Sem. Who wasn't? Don't, you don't have to say, but you. literally uh, almost every review except for Richard Lawson's Vanity Fair review, they were like, this is a good movie. They what? were like, what a great remake. Or they were like a tried and true horror classic. It's like, fuck off. It was so cheap. It was so cheesy. It was so bad. I missed the point. Yeah. Like Ugh. everyone involved with Pet Cemetery should be let go <laughs> <laughs> should be put down and they should make, not force them in. to have a dnr <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in their medical files <laughs> <laughs> because that was a real piece of shit of a movie yeah. it was so disappointing i've and i've been looking forward to it i i got glimpses that like i would I was worried about like the kids in the masks and like the kind of like cheap kind of stuff like that. That's like, Ooh, spooky. Cause mm-hmm. it could have been such a good psychological thriller. It could have been like such a deep, uh, cut of terror. And yeah. it was like cheap jump scares. Cause you and I were both reading the book beforehand yeah. to revisit. You finished, but I'm still like making my way uh, through it, which I'm glad I didn't like finish it. Pet- cemetery is <laughs> so scary because <laughs> um, the book is a true like exploration of genuine mortality yeah. yeah it's really so good and the, the end gets psychotic like it goes crazy for sure but like but in such a scary like revolting yeah, way yeah. that it's just like this is so fucking twisted <laughs> like it's like it is one of the scariest books ever. Yeah, and then this movie was like people were laughing a lot. Yeah, like a lot. Like I get some comic relief, but then it was also winky when um when what's his name John Lithgow is like she she's like my cat's name is Church like Winston Churchill. Do you know who that is? <laughs> and then John Lithgow's like oh I know who Winston Churchill is because he played Winston Churchill in The Crown. That's oh, why he, he did? said that. Yes. That is That's actually a like, crime. <laughs> That's a crime. That's so terrible. I thought they were just laughing because they were like, what a funny joke that no. like he's old and he knows who Winston Churchill is. No, it's because he played him. Oh, my God. I think I'm he, calling like, was the police. Nominated or something. Yeah. 
Like that is, uh, there's no bouncing back. No. Go to jail. Just bad taste overall in that. Yeah. Like what was, how it was done. It was just all around awful. And after seeing, and I know we disagree on us, but <laughs> I was like pausing for effect so that people would think it's like you and I having a conflict, <laughs> but the movie, but after seeing the dialogue in us, like, and the, the way that jokes were like seamlessly woven into the narrative yeah. and like played really well with like giving you a terrifying moment, but bringing like a little bit of relief in it and then like plunging into terror again. Yeah. You watch a movie like pet cemetery and you literally feel brain dead afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. Shouldn't have been a joke there. That was like the height of what could have been really tense moment. But the, um, I don't, the, my problem with us, isn't that just it wasn't me. good. Just like get isn't it all that out. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that you have to like find out what everything means afterward. You can't like, I don't know. I found out a lot more and I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense now. And that that makes sense now reading what other people's clarifications of things. Yeah. And it's maybe cause I'm just a dumb dumb, but I was just like, I have so many questions after mm-hmm. and they were all kind of answered or like theories that made sense. So that's fine. Yeah. But for me, that's just like not what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like to know you want to walk away or like just, knowing or like know on a base level and then figure something else out later and be like, Oh my God, that's so amazing. Like that's, that adds to it so much. Yeah. As in us, it was just like, wait, I'm confused. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? Maybe I'm a masochist, but I kind of like the like confused. I like yeah. leaving a theater feeling like a dumb, dumb, what? like scared <laughs> and dumb. And then like doing a deep Google and then being like, Oh, right. like, and putting it together and then I'm being like purely need entertainment. That's yeah. It. Um, what's the one? The, yeah. You like the, um, Darren Aronofsky one. Oh, I love mother mother. I'm a huge mother head. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to see High Life yesterday. And oh my god, this is so funny. Probably 10 to 15 people walked out. Walked out in the mi- in the middle of the movie, including the person I went with. No. <laughs> and left me there. What? <laughs> okay, I think that that is if you're in a movie with someone and you want to leave, I think that that's kind of rude. I was okay with it, to be honest, because what do you do after you're just like we'd already had dinner before and like okay. had a good time and then just like she was like had worked today and blah like she was just in not in the right headspace for it and also 14 other people had walked out so it wasn't like it was enjoyable and i was like i would have but i needed to know how it ended would, would were people walking out because it was like offensive it was just and here's again where i'm at odds with critics too because it's like every um review i read was like 100 100 100 and it was like I don't understand. The dialogue was so bad. The story was bizarre, mm-hmm. to use the French term, like Claire Denis. Um, bizarre. Bizarre. C'est bizarre comme un lizard. Um, and <laughs> Do the rest of this podcast in <laughs> French. So I speak in English and you only speak in French. Ça suffit, oui. That thrills me. That elevates things. <laughs> no, I can't fucking think of a goddamn word in French. Um, so, but the, the Juliet Binoche looks really good, but just like, it's so wackadoo and then an unsatisfying ending. And it was just off the charts, like bizarre in a way that I couldn't get on board with. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like Suspiria? I loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, so you're not a total. No, I'm not. A t- <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. Uh, I'm not a charlatan. No. Um, I'm excited to see High Life. I like like anything involving space trauma. Yeah, but it's like so the choices. There are so many choices that are made that are just like, wow, how did you get there? Like the look of the sets and stuff is just like, is this supposed to look like a joke? Mm-hmm. So it's it's strange. And then I can't. I wish I could just spoil it because that like some of the things that happen are just wild. But, I know. I wish you could too. I yeah. wish I had seen it, but we'll have to. I'll have to see it, and then we'll come back we'll to this combo. We'll circle back. Um, what was I going to say? I am really excited for that Natalie Portman movie where she like returns from space and is like deeply disconnected with the whole world. Have you seen the trailer for that? No. Fuck. What's it called? Annihilation 2. What? Annihilation 2. (laughs) Even more. more. (laughs) Annihilated. (laughs) Um, going to her. IMDb, which is a good tie-in for getting our IMDb's star meters up, our star meters, movie cuties, some star points. Yeah. Oh, Lucy in the Sky. Mm, No, I haven't. So it's like she goes to space and then she comes back and then she's just like suffers depression or something. Mm. I'm like same, but I'm into it. I never had to go to space in the first place. Yeah, still got it. Yeah, so it looks really good. Okay, was all I really have to say. I like her. You don't like Natalie? Mm -mm. I like her. God, this is us. (laughs) 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 We just play the soundtrack of us behind the whole podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that one looks good. Um, I'm not up on my trailers, so I don't really know. Yeah, sometimes really I just will do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to all the like books that I've read. I can't wait for A Woman in the Window. I can't wait for The Goldfinch. But those are like later in the year. Those are going to be blockbustery. Did we talk about The Woman in the Window New Yorker article? No. Did you read that? No. Okay, so the guy who wrote The Woman in the Window, that's the Amy oh, yes, Adams we know, movie, right? I know about, yes, I heard all about him. Okay, He's he a babe. is a 100% <laughs> babe. And it's crazy because he's just acting like nothing ever happened. That is true craziness to it's me. It's psychotic. He's got an Instagram page where he's like, showing videos he's like can't wait to come sign books for you and it's like no you should be in hiding like you, you should literally be so ashamed of yourself <laughs> okay so for any readers that aren't aware of this true mega babe also scammer of 2019 Scam. oh, he gets to join the scam club he the writer of a woman in the window there's a big new yorker article just google it and it basically alleges that he faked cancer mm-hmm. and like he was a big publisher like at a big publishing house and then basically left his job or took leave because he quote unquote had testicular was it testicular cancer i thought it was like a brain cancer or, or brain something. cancer I forget and then he just like didn't work yeah. but was still ha- at this job and he was sending was like, i'm tired i'm going to pretend i have cancer <laughs> yeah and then he sent all these emails like posing as his own brother who would like come to take care of him and so his brother quote-unquote would write emails to like all his co-workers explaining what was new with his cancer and everyone that worked with him basically it 
knew that he was faking it, but then no one said anything. So he it was like an open secret that he was a cancer faker. Oh my god! But then and then he wrote this book under a pseudonym, obviously, because like there's no way anybody would have published this if they knew who he really was. Yeah, and so then he got like a huge bidding war, and then has become like a millionaire author from this book, which is truly this scammer is having the last laugh yeah. because he's, he's like doesn't have cancer and he's a millionaire. Yeah, now. he's yeah. cancer. <laughs> free and just like <laughs> chuckling all the way to the bank i'm so curious like are they gonna do press junkets or anything for them film and like they're like don't ask about the treasure <laughs> <laughs> it's truly wild like it's crazy i can't it's money trumps everything it's just like people are making money now so they're like oh all sins washed away yeah i mean that's a really awkward situation to like be in i mean i don't work in an office obviously so no one can like fake cancer around me because <laughs> there's just me and so <laughs> but like the girl in your mirror is always telling me <laughs> yeah but like i can't imagine working with someone who everyone's like this person is faking it and like i guess none of us are gonna say anything or it's like such an awkward situation like you don't want to be the person that's like okay real talk like we need to sit down and have a discussion like yeah you're not <laughs> you're not afflicted with cancer it's like the um so you need to come back to work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so be here well, no. on monday <laughs> oh you're fired you're so fired yeah um but what was it oh oh yeah because i listened to the audiobook and then at the end there's like a little like sit down <laughs> interview with him and they're just like he's talking about like how he got into writing and like how jillian flynn or gillian flynn was such an inspiration and opened the doors for him and it's just like it's so weird knowing that story and then hearing him talk as if he's just like super talented and that's it. I don't know. Instead of just like, and it's also, it's a fun book. It's not that deep. It's not very like, and the New York article said that too, was like, this book is very like formulaic. Like he basically just studied what would make this type of book successful and then like filled in the blanks. Yes. It's a Mad Libs. (laughs) Mad Libs thriller. (laughs) Thriller, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just stunned by psychos. The cancer faking psychos are one of my favorite genres of babes because I I also have like a bit of a theory that men fake cancer more than women Hmm. because I had a friend who worked at like a big movie studio and someone that she worked with was the girlfriend of a cancer faker. Oh my God. And then like support (laughs) it who also faked like brain cancer (sighs) And then, like, fooled everyone. Like, her whole story was like, oh, my God, my fiancé, like, he has brain cancer. But she knew, I think. And then, but, like, she supported the lie. Right. And, like, I had a boyfriend in high school that I cheated on. And when he found out that I cheated on him, like, our breakup conversation, he, like, shamed me. And then continued to say, like, this is really bad timing because, like, my mom has cancer. And oh, I was like, God. oh, my fucking God. And I was felt well, let's so stay together, then. guilty about that. Well, we did not. He no, was like, I fuck mean, you, whore. Crazy. Also, yeah. my mom has cancer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm a terrible person. And right. held on to that guilt for, like, years yeah. until, obviously, we, like, fucked again when I came back <laughs> from boarding school. And I was like, how's, how's your mom? mom? And he was like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, and I was like, God. you fucking cancer liar. How could you even tell that and then forget about it? That's yeah, like, the double track your lie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> write it down and keep a journal. Yeah. So I'm like, that means he must lie a fucking time. I guess I'm like really unclear on that. Like I would not do that. Period. I'll do some no. crazy shit, <laughs> yeah. but like cancer faking is not in my repertoire of babe uh, behavior. No. So I'm just saying, I think men are cancer figures based off of those examples. I know. And Brooks from Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh, I don't know that story. It just like it. Vicky, one of the housewives had like a fiance who faked oh. cancer. Oh my God. How, why would you like, th- like they did that in the, in mommy De- dead and dearest. What's her name? Jippy, gypsy Rose, Jippy Rose, Jippy peanut butter. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Jippy Pop. <laughs> Wait, are you watching the act? Mm. Yo, I'm an act head. Are you? Oh, I'm a major actor. Uh, I love to act up. Started watching, but it was such. It's like such a bummer. <laughs> it's a real wild. I don't. It's really <laughs> hard to like buy. It's it's hard because she's such a strange character in real life that to see an actor try and be that person is like. You, you almost can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. It took me... The the <laughs> pilot episode, I was like, eye roll. Like, who okay. in the world would do this Like yeah. show? this Like, the documentary is so good, so good. Yeah. that it's like, this now feel... Like, there's exactly what you said. Okay. Like, how can you act Because I've only watched the pilot. Okay. Then I was like, whatever. I, like, have nothing better to do except watch the second episode, so I'll just go for it. And then midway through the second episode, something clicked, and I became fully devoted to the act good and okay. now it's just like i'm so into it okay i'll give it another shot yeah i think it just it's cool because it does things like like in the documentary i wondered how gypsy rose lee got access to a computer and how she mm. managed to like do all this stuff behind her mom's back and so it right. gets into that kind of stuff and answers those key questions well because when she opens up the medicine pantry in the first episode i was like uh-oh i don't know if i can <laughs> stick with this she's like la 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 i like that she had one like the xanax is labeled like sleepy baby <laughs> you should name rename all pharmaceuticals all pharmaceuticals are now sleepy baby <laughs> it's a really good jumpy worky uh, yeah. yeah and then she just like <laughs> what did you say do we worky no jumpy worky jumpy worky that's adderall <laughs> vivance shout out to vivance What's my vivance? new it's like so adderall for me i would take every once in a while like if i had a big project but mm-hmm. it's like it's too methy it's like cracky, it's right? yeah it's just really does not agree and it's just like it's it does not gel for me yeah So I was asking my psychiatrist, like, what could be a good, like, what's different that's not going to make me, like, crave, like, booze afterwards? Because I was, like... Coming down. (laughs) When you're coming down, I'm just like, I need, like, three cocktails. And, like, I was like, that's not going to work because I'm trying not to drink. True, yeah. And so she recommended Vivance, which is, like, diet Adderall. Hmm. With a cuter name, I think. Just like a the more positive, like chill st- name. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a, a chiller up. Okay, mm-hmm. hmm. sounds nice. And like more sustained, and then you don't just like crash afterwards. Yeah, and it's also like you just would take it. Like it feels like less snorty. A too snort. 
No, no I don't. So, I don't, but I feel like Adderall, like the form, right, like it, it just feels like it feels like something that people abuse in that way. Yeah. No, my <laughs> I'm not that fun when it comes to amphetamines. <laughs> like I don't really get wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But okay, I'll jump back into the act. Yeah, get into the act. All right. Where are my actors at? Mm. That's what I want to know. Identify yourselves because the act is a real babe bonanza. What does Juliet? play juliet who Lewis. i haven't seen her in it yet oh I is she in it yeah because she tweeted about it and that's why i knew about it and oh I was, and she's like, i mean i'm so happy to be part of this maybe she's a producer or something but maybe yeah she hasn't shown up yet and i'm like four ups in okay who does show up that i'm was excited to see was the woman who played the senator's daughter that was abducted in silence of the lambs okay (laughs) she like is around on tv shows and stuff every once in a while she pops up and i don't know her name but i really i know her face and her aura and i love to see it (laughs) (laughs) she's a nice purple in your life yeah Yeah. and then patricia arquette is like an exciting lady yeah of course yeah it's always fun to watch i've stopped well before watching episode two of the act i watched i watch the first episode and then watch true romance because i hadn't in a long time and then Wait, jumped back true into romance? the um it's a movie with patricia arquette and christian slater oh i've never watched that oh my god Put that on one my list. is a good one okay it's like a babe love story oh okay love but it also ages like, kind of like crazy beautiful <laughs> that kirsten dunst yes. one it's edgier okay. it's like quentin tarantino wrote it and tony scott directed it so uh, it's got like that fast-paced like, like la like <laughs> yeah and like tarantino-esque dialogue okay but it also doesn't age very well because it like it has a lot of kind of like racial Ooh. rhetoric in it that was like <laughs> we can't do that anymore <laughs> and there's like a mafia element in it and this is for the my soprano heads out there, a James Gandolfini as like a mobster oh. appearance. Okay, I was looking up his his previous movies before Sopranos yesterday. Yeah, and I didn't I need to. He's in there as like a really that. bad dude. Because I forgot he was in Get Shorty too. Oh my god, he is! I've never seen Get Shorty. Oh, it's so good. I know it's really fun. Oh, good. Well, yeah. now I have something to live for. <laughs> <laughs> you're not hyperbolic at all (laughs) i love it though um yeah we're deep into sopranos we're in fifth season now oh nice you've made a lot of progress quickly thoroughly unemployed (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's blazed through yeah it's fun r.i.p cosette oh cosette it's such a lonely child she got stepped on not stepped on <sighs> sat on, sat on. <laughs> nodded off on <laughs> uh, yeah. don't do heroin Ugh. ladies and germs because you'll kill a dog yeah you won't even mean to don't don't inject things yeah that's a big a big no-no well, that's when or, you know it's like it's like yeah. maybe maybe this is that's on the edge of a little bit <laughs> a little too far <laughs> I don't know. If you're unclear and then you're getting an urge to inject, take a step back and be like, have a little think. Should I do this? Yeah. Remember that Graydon and Lara told you, think twice before doing this. (laughs) (laughs) I always like tell somebody not to do something and then I 
and then you do, do it, it right away. <laughs> Are you trying to do it? I've never injected, but I remember I <laughs> this is so stupid. I used to do kindergarten helpers in in public school, mm-hmm. elementary school, um, because I was afraid to go out at recess. <laughs> so I, at lunchtime, I would go help the kindergartners, and some kids stole some popsicle sticks who was putting them in his little backpack and i was mm-hmm. like don't steal stealing is wrong and bad and then the next day i stole a bunch of chocolate bars from the cafeteria <laughs> <laughs> you were inspired it was yeah i think i like as soon as i say i'm not gonna do something or don't do something well i hope you don't go and, and do, do heroin okay <laughs> Can we wrap this up? <laughs> Time to CBS close. You're like, I have somewhere to be. I got to jet on down to a skid row and oh have a meeting. <laughs> Buy something in bulk. <laughs> yeah, I've never injected either. No. It just feels like, why do it? After I got my fentanyl experience oh. post-surge, it's just like... So you have injected then, if it yeah. came through your IV. But it was like, someone else really did it to me. Yeah, I was just like a passerby. That's how the first heroin injection happens. You don't do that yourself. Somebody... Yeah, someone shows you the you. way. Yeah. yeah. What's like the dumbest drug thing you've ever done? Like most dangerous or just like the effects of? Just like that was dumb. Like it was like, I feel like with experimenting with drugs, like I'll give you an example. Okay. You start. I had a boyfriend in Oklahoma City when I was like 20, 19 to Mm 20-ish. And this was before I'd really put together like that I was allergic to cocaine. Oh. And I hadn't. Like, I had done it once after I got back from boarding school. Like, pre-boarding school, I would get, like, a, started to get, like, really bad sinus infections. And then I was shipped off and, like, didn't do it for a long, for, like, two years. And then came back and I started dating this guy that was really into blow. And so, one night, he was like, do you want to do a line? And I was like, sure. And did it. And then immediately got a sinus infection. And right. then I was like, oh, I think I'm, like, uh, I don't think, like, my body can do this. Yeah. So then I was like, well, I don't want to just like write this off as like a thing that I can't do. So I'm just going to try and figure out like other ways to do it. Oh my God. But hoop it. What's hoop it? Booty bump? Yep. Done that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was itchy. <laughs> um, itchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so one day, like we had some like leftover. And I had seen traffic and felt inspired. And so I was like, let's smoke it. But I didn't know like how to do that. Like put it on tinfoil. And this was like pre-smartphone. So you can't really like Google any of that shit. Yeah. You just have to like guess. And so I was like, (laughs) let's try it. And then we just tried to do it. The whole bag on there and just light it up. Yeah. And just like lit it up (laughs) just dry. And then was like kind of like trying to trace the dragon but then didn't feel high but then his whole room smelled like gross it smelled like two people are like doing drugs in this room and then i was like wow (laughs) that was really fucking dumb and then i don't know that was pretty much the end you reminded me a reader wrote to me about why they step on cocaine with fentanyl and it was to like introduce um opiates to the african-american community um and i'm just paraphrasing here they had they said it better to me but it was because like the historically they try to like they'd introduce crack to the community and then um it was mostly like 
not the black community who was doing opiates. So they wanted them to get into it. So they Mm -hmm. like put fentanyl into the cocaine supply to get them into opiates. And I didn't research that or anything. (laughs) So I don't know for sure if it's true, but if that's true, it kind of tracks with the history of the government. Damn. Yeah. Like the government did it. I, I, need to reread the message but i was like oh that makes a little bit more sense in terms of like the danger the risk of the danger of it yeah against the like what they wanted to benefit from which was like getting that community into even more but if you're doing what you think is coke don't you doesn't someone need to tell you be like oh by the way like do you get really you either get really fucked up and then you come back to your dealer and you're like damn that coke was awesome yeah and then they're like what was really in it was fentanyl want some of that instead and then you're like sure or you just die or or they're like that you come back and you're like whoa that was the best coke i've ever had and then they're like well you should try heroin i don't know if they go straight to fentanyl i think it goes like trying to get people oh they're just like trying this to switch is them all to guessing i have no idea <laughs> like i love things that aren't rooted in fact yeah. <laughs> non-fact-checked yeah. non-research yeah but thank you to the reader who um shout out to the sackler family the biggest babes oh, the opiate family the opiate family and they're like let's go shopping they're <laughs> like falling apart time to shop and also time to build another museum oh yeah <laughs> do you love art <laughs> well good because this art was paved with the deaths of thousands of impoverished americans <laughs> God. yeah maybe it was them who did all the fentanyl allegedly allegedly you can't, su- you can't sue us haha <laughs> yeah this is parody <laughs> yeah <laughs> life is parody life is parody fuck you uh, yeah the sacklers are wild slash lemmy marion yeah <laughs> <laughs> take it if you got it <laughs> also i'll just take some opiates would date would i'm date. like are one of, is one of them on raya that today i was like i bet laura's gonna marry somebody super fucking rich you think oh my god that's so nice of you to say you're welcome I love. <laughs> I love saying you're welcome when people haven't said yet. thank you. <laughs> well, that I kind of said thank you. Yeah, I know. I mean, that would be really nice. Yeah, I've never dated a rich person. I think it's I in mean, your I've, cards. I've dated like a person with money. Yeah, but not like just like a really, really rich person. That's just like a I true capitalist icon. I just see you going to some concert or some event where there are like cool people and it's like a cool rich person not a shitty rich person who's like i'm like is there such a thing yeah i don't know well um and them just being like enamored with you and then they need some laws in their life yeah yes exactly you need someone to bring them down yeah back down to earth i see a vanilla sky tom cruise penelope cruise moment with you oh my god and somebody else this is a fantasy I can live off of for <laughs> another that, few yeah. days. Yeah. I like this Just instinct. Like cuddling your salt lamp. <laughs> <laughs> like Get some bismuth it. in there too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like manifesting whoever <laughs> yeah. this like rich person in need of like a down, kind of down to earth hip chick. Yeah. 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 You're just going to breathe some of, of life into their community. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, she's irreverent. She and says, then divorce. And then, oh, <laughs> I'm sure. all about the divorce. <laughs> I'm all down. about like a long-term partnership or I'm about a marry and divorce and then remarry 
with a whole new set of rules. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Then so divorce again. <laughs> then just date because yeah. we both figured out that that's actually better. Yeah. 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 That sounds good. I love that. <laughs> well, and then maybe a murder there in at some point. Who let I murder? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I don't know if I could take a life. No. I'm like, I could could take a life. (laughs) (laughs) But that's like, I read Shallow Grave and that was, that was all about that. What's Shallow Grave? Remember? Not Shallow Grave. Sorry. A Simple Plan. Oh yeah. Just like how easily you can tip into. The creepiest thing is to, is like, you don't really mean to murder, but Mm -hmm. you just get, like you kind of lose yourself for a moment and then all of a sudden like your friend is dead and you did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. I don't, I pray that that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> I don't think it will. <laughs> doesn't anybody. Yeah. I'm not a very physical person. No. I'd rather just like ignore and talk shit about someone forever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you kill somebody if you could get away with it? If nobody ever found out you like it was guaranteed? Maybe. But and I don't Your think- Honor, I'd like to enter this into evidence. <laughs> this is exhibit one C of <laughs> two hundred. If it was like they would have to have done something really bad to me. Yeah. Like cut you off. <laughs> Traffic. <laughs> From money. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they would have to have really like hurt me in some way or like given me some like or taken like a family member's life. Like it would be like a revenge situation, like a kill bill style. I think the thing about like killing somebody is that then they get martyred or they get like uh, people don't think of them as a bad person. They're just like, oh, we miss them. They were such a good person. And then it's like, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, I think a a lot of people, more people than anyone would expect, would probably say that they would definitely murder someone if they 100% it was like, it's not even a question. Yeah. Because like part of the scare of murdering someone or like the horror is like constantly worrying, like looking over your shoulder, waiting for like, this is the moment that the crackdown never closes those cases. There's no statute of limitations. Yeah. And so you can just go forever and yeah. I do not like that feeling. No. At all. So that's a huge aversion to murder for me. <laughs> Rest assured, <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> but yeah, if we were living in like a fantasy world, I bet a lot of people would answer. For sure. With a resounding yes. Yeah. So think about that, everyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Uh, I don't know. I think for that reason of like, I think it would just, my conscience just kills me every time I do anything bad. I'm just like, for the rest of my life, I'm like, even if it's like, I eat McDonald's, I'm like, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. 
that is another element to think about. Yeah. Is like the conscience part. Yeah. I couldn't, I don't think, you know, even if it was, I don't know. I don't even know if I could like kill a dictator or anything. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Energetically, it can't be good to murder. No. But then, and yeah. Like even, cause like. What's a good, what's a mur- good outcome of a murder for society? Is there one? I guess it's if like you murder like Idi Amin, sure. Who? Idi Amin, the dictator from Africa. Yeah, or like if you murder like a serial rapist or someone yeah. like a serial killer, like Dexter. Wasn't that the premise of Dexter yeah, or something he like that? Serial killers. I guess that's like every book ever is like somebody killing somebody with justification. Yeah, or movie or story. Yeah, <laughs> so. but like I think. I don't think that there's anything really positive about it because you're going to be like haunted with some darkness or you're just like putting violence out into the world in like yeah. a scary way. Yeah. Because like, I can't even like, I had a witch on the pod, Patty Negri. Uh-huh. And she was like, she doesn't do any dark spells mm-hmm. and I can't even bring myself to do like put a curse or try and do Ooh. a dark thing on someone. Cause I'm too worried about it coming back on me somehow. Like, I think that you put that energy out there and then you're opening it up for it to come back at you. And then I think of the craft where they like, <laughs> you know, they do the spells and then and, oh, I can feel him. <laughs> he is in me. Ah! <laughs> Queen and icon Faruja. Yeah. I need to get her on the pod. Oh, my God. She was she's crazy. around. Yeah. She's like making candles and art. Really? Yeah. Oh she has a website and like Can she lives watch? in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Be my podcast assistant. I okay. thought that popped into my head the other day and I was like, I should get Faruja. So yeah. I'm going to maybe look into that. Well, she's a queen. Icon. Yeah. True icon. Yeah. But like I, I don't want to put. I just don't want to ever look in a mirror and then realize I'm like bald or burned craft style. <laughs> like, what's her name? Ben Stiller's wife. Yeah. Christy. What's her name? Christine. Chris, Christine. Stiller. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> just holding clumps of hair in the shower. Yeah. Or like Rachel true. When she realized when they're like, it comes back toward, in threes. threes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and I feel like probably better. It's just better to put like good vibes out and be like, instead of having like an enemy or something, just like try and turn it into a positive. I'd totally put a curse on somebody. Yeah. If I could, you wouldn't yeah. be worried. No, I just cursed. get freaked out. No. And that's like another thing. Cause I just get freaked out about like, Oh my God. Then if, what if something bad happens to me, then I, it's going to be because of that. Right. But it really is like, there is no right or wrong. Yeah. There just is like what you're doing or what you're not doing. I went to lunch with somebody like years ago <clears throat> A producer and that I used to work with and <laughs> we'd had kind of a falling out and then I was like oh yeah and like things aren't you know I got into a car accident like uh, things it's been a rough month and she's like oh you must feel like you deserve it what <laughs> she was like you must feel like these things must be happening to you because you feel like you deserve it and I've never been the same <laughs> I'm speechless it's right now. It's the darkest thing I've ever heard. And I think she put a curse on me or something. That is a dark-sided thing to say to yeah, someone. It was really... It was... She got me back. Yeah. <laughs> That's a run to the therapist, like emergency yeah. therapy, yeah. like a lot to unpack. Yeah. That's rude to say to someone over like salads. Yeah. Well, I thought we were 
mending the fences, but I guess not. <laughs> she just wanted to get me back somehow. <laughs> Seems like you think you deserve it. Yep. <laughs> That's an, I'm going to start saying that to people yeah, that I really, really love. It's really effective. It's yeah. a real good mind fuck. Yeah. Chilling. That is chilling because there's part of that that is, rings Probably true. Probably true, yeah. 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 Well, because I never feel like I deserve anything. No. I always feel like, it, you know, I don't know. But yeah. I think part no, of I'm like... sad. <laughs> yeah, kidding. I know. What a, you way to bum me out. <laughs> but part of like getting to... Or like healing past traumas or healing yourself or getting over like self-loathing involves examining the part of yourself that you believe deserves to feel that certain way. Yes, for sure. So if... <laughs> <laughs> I like that little <laughs> honk that if you agree. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening in your car, lay on the horn. <laughs> we hear you no matter where you are. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, that's a deep, that's a rude cut. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you say is like a retort to that. It's okay. She's dead now. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you put a curse on her. Yeah. <laughs> on her soup yeah i want to know for many readers if you've put a curse or done a spell Mm -hmm. on anyone or anything and like how that worked out for you did you get any feedback about asshole colors from (laughs) last no but i did get a lot of cistulas coming Uh, out of the woodwork um a lot of like similar experiences and i actually have that's a good transition into reader mail I got some lovely messages from readers. Actually, it's really, this is like the best part of doing this pod is people interacting with me and like messaging with me. I have so much fun doing it. So Um, thank you, readers. We love you. Readers love you. I love them. It's so fun. Brightens my day. And sometimes it's kinky and pervy. Yeah. (laughs) You really turn people on. It's it's shocking to me. The guest with the most like sexual messages after the fact yeah because i I feel like normally the guests that i have on tell me like what kind of correspondences they're receiving but you have repeatedly had people be like fuck my whole (laughs) 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 or they're like your voice is so which is like crazy to me i just have never thought of myself as like a sexy person so thanks for boosting that confidence in me yeah i love like i just love I forgot. I love it. <laughs> you love love. I you love, love love. It. All of it. <laughs> I'm a huge lover of love. Someone writes, Hi, Lara. Babe Reader here. I had a random Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake sighting today in NYC. Whoa. Please take this photo of the back of them. Did not want to disturb as confirmation. Note Bradley's Philadelphia Eagles hat. Obviously needed to report this to you immediately. They looked so happy and lovey together, holding hands and had a quick kiss as they went on their merry way. Gaga oh. rumors laid to rest. Look at them. Look at that. Holding hands, no pops around. Yeah, they're just they're enjoying. Just loving it. A brisk walk in Manhattan. And not even in a, like a busy street. It's just a yeah. east-west street. They're Good just like them. a couple. Um, God, I miss Gawker Stalker. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the, the best part of Gawker, <laughs> for sure. Did I ever tell you about when we saw Ricky Lake? <laughs> no. We were at Parker in um, Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. And we were having brunch and I was trying to take, there was a bird that kept like landing on our plates, trying to like take our fries or tacos or something. Mm -hmm. And so I took, was taking a video of it and I was just like getting it in slow motion. I'm like, oh, it's so fun. 
and then the table next to us leaves and Kyle's like, what the fuck were you doing? That was so obvious. And I was like, what? I was taking a <laughs> video of the bird. He was like, that was Ricky Lake. And she thought you were trying to take her video. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> do you still have the video? I do, but she's not in it because I was only taking a picture of the bird. It was like her <sighs> arm. You can see her arm in it. But if only it. it was actually like a full video full of like her like <laughs> yeah. shoveling like a waffle. No, but mouth. she was like trying to turn away. I think she was just like, it looked like a I was just like pretending to take a photo of the bird. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, that sort of life as like a celebrity. Cause I feel like a lot of that, like a lot of instances happen like that where it's like, no, we actually like don't tell. care about you that much. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. Or that the celeb can tell because there's this picture of, I think it's Chloe Grace Moretz mm-hmm. in that like food court at the Westfield century city. Mm-hmm. And somebody like took a picture of her, but didn't realize they had their flash on. And she's just like, she's looking straight at the camera (laughs) it's really funny cole sprouse has a whole instagram account that's like him taking pictures of the person that thinks they're sneakily taking pictures of him that's good yeah he's a smarty i did go see five feet apart just in case anyone was wondering (laughs) the fault in our moons yeah (laughs) and it was really bad weird but <laughs> I do, but it made me love Cole Sprouse even more. Sorry, I keep itching my nose. I've got a booger issue. Um, uh, but is it exactly like Fault in Our Star? No. Okay. Because they have... They both die. <laughs> mm, I guess it's like, I think with that disease that they have... Do they both have the same disease? In they both have... Oh my God, what is it called? It's... A lung disease. This means the movie is bad because I can't remember what the disease was. Yeah. I'm sure people are like screaming <laughs> what it is. Cystic fibrosis. Hey, you got it. Yeah. So, I mean, they're on borrowed time to begin with, yep. but the whole thing is that with CF, if you can't really interact or touch other people that have it because they oh, could be carrying some sort of bacteria that could okay. get into your lungs via like mouse contact or like just germs right so these two sick teens fall in love with each other but they can never like touch yeah which is actually like it's hot yeah but also like tortury but yeah and at the very end of the movie sorry no one needs to really see this (laughs) but if you do like whatever like at the end of the movie the main character female is able to get like a lung transplant, which will buy her like five more years of life. And Cole Sprouse like literally breaks up with her right after the lung transplant. Like he, like she is wheeled out of surgery (laughs) and then like everyone wheels her into a room where he's like done this whole like beautiful, like wintry light show, but he's like in across like a pane of glass. Like he's standing outside, which it's like 30 degrees. It's like snowing, which can't be good for your cystic fibrosis, (laughs) but like you do you. And he breaks up with her while she has a full breathing tube in. So she can't even like respond. She's just laying there like crying oh, as he's God. like, it's better for both of us. If I like let you do your thing. I was like, okay, that is a troll. So she gets yeah. like her five more years to live, but then gets like trolled with a breathing tube in and a breakup where she can't even like argue. 
That's a really rude thing to do. (laughs) Well, bye. You're like, okay, I got to go. No questions. Okay, great. Because there's glass here. There's glass. So you're like, what? Oh, I wish you didn't have that breathing tube in. But like, it's time to go. My bus is here. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So it's, she just gets, it's a movie about getting trolled. I went to see um, Fault in Our Stars and I hadn't read the book, but I kind of figured out what was going to happen. But I still was crying so hard at the end that a 13 year old girl turned around and asked me if I was okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was a movie I literally cried like from the second it even started. I had read the book on an airplane and like wept in like a corner. I just like turned into the window and just like was crying (laughs) all during this airplane thing like ride. And then just started remembering the book when the movie started and was like crying. Uh, no. It was yeah. a sad one. Shailene Woodley, she's so good in everything. I can't stand her in real life. Really? Yeah. Do you just not like well, her not like, that I like vegan? When vibe? she comes over. Um No, I don't know. Something just I I don't know. I she took, can be whatever she wants. She doesn't have to please me. So but I'll will support whatever she's in. But Did you watch reason, that movie she, where she like has to she gets into a shipwreck? Mm-mm. watch it it's really good okay i loved it titanic too yeah it's like she goes full she has to go like full-blown like survivor mode and oh. i just realized oh, like yes. i love uh, open water or whatever not no. open water i know what i know which one the squall something like that it's like yeah yeah sailing it's a sailboat one it's a sailboat yeah. one i want to watch that and the Thank whole movie is basically like her fighting for her life on the sailboat and i think that that survival movies are one of my favorite genres yes like i live the shallows. yeah <laughs> in the sh- shallows it's like <laughs> blake's Blake photoshopped me. face I'm not the best writer, but this is honestly the most babe dot 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 thing that has occurred in my 18 years. To start from the beginning, last year around August, I saw this guy for about three months. I was completely obsessed with him and felt feelings for him that I'd never felt before. He was complete dropkick of a 24-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Millenn- uh, Gen Z bringing the lingo. It's really good. I'm t- I'm stealing that. Still living at home, working at the reject shop, shit retail, and not really doing anything to change his situation. Yet I was head over heels for him and his dirty mustache. <laughs> when he broke things off unexpectedly, I cried nonstop for two weeks. It was my first true heartbreak. At one point, I drew pictures of him all day, and the oh next day God. wrote a letter to him and burnt it, getting the ash all over my new pants <laughs> in the process. Trying times. Cut to Sunday, I was hanging out at a street festival with a few friends when I looked to see him waving at me. I hadn't seen him in months and happily went to say hello and have a chat. We talked for about five minutes until he says, yeah, well, there's been something I've been meaning to talk to you about. He then goes on to tell me that he used a note I received from a stalker when we were first seeing each other as inspiration for a song and music video he had made. When he sent me the link and I eventually watched, I was stunned inspiration no he had directly referenced every aspect of the stalker letter even going so far as to name the song buttermilk skin when the closing line of the note i received was i want to soak in your buttermilk skin (laughs) i had forgotten that in a moment of stress upon receiving the letter i had sent him pictures of it front and back to show him because i was truly scared the letter was pretty fucked up. It came on a singular piece of paper in my letterbox addressed to, quote, the young lady with the blonde hair that wears docks, unquote. Oh. Some of the killer lines included, I want to wrap you up in silk and soak in your skin. And finishing on, I won't forget you in the rain before I see that body wet and soak in your buttermilk skin. Repetitive, 
I know, but the person knew slash still knows where I live. And months later, it still wigs me out when I'm walking home alone at night, sometimes to an empty house since I'm in a share house at the moment. What's worse is that the video features a girl who looks scarily like me getting stalked in her own home, dancing in her room, a part of the letter, an eventual closing shot that assumes her murder. Babe, after a day or two of processing, I eventually responded to the video telling him how I felt and he was apologetic. Half of my friends thought it was funny and the other half thinks it was him who wrote the letter in the first place. That's what I was thinking. Which would be truly crazy. Anyways, that's the story. I'll attach a link to the video below. It's fucking bone chilling and more of than anything. I feel a bit trolled. What's your opinion on stalker art, love and light, babe in hiding? Oh my, my god. god! Must oh. I'm playing part <clears throat> of the song so the readers can hear. To start, I would be furious that I, my ex had used a look-alike version of me and stolen this part of my life. Ooh. Lars von Trier here. <laughs> a long pan <laughs> up to like a creepy attic, attic ladder. <laughs> oh God, I don't like any of this. This is a girl standing at her door being watched. Uh, who, why would this be a music video? That, men are so stupid. Men are so <laughs> fucking dumb. Why would this be a hit video? It is. Also, like, this is not a song. Yeah, Yeah, this this is is just like a a nightmare. His, like, student film. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm kind of liking the way it's shot right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like it works in terms of what it's supposed to be doing. But this isn't a music video that should ever have been made. This is not a song, yeah. Where's the song? It's just droning and droning. Yeah, this is just like... This just like smells to me that he... Oh, it's almost done. Um, Smells like he Felt wrote like the note. I feel that's... You feel like I he wrote like the note? Before that was said in the, in the email. Because I don't know who would make song out of somebody else's stalker note i don't know that like and then cast a lookalike and just it seems like that person who made that video is as obsessed with the person as the somebody who would write that note i don't think he wrote the note but i do think that he just suffers from like no original ideas and then that's true was like oh my god like what if like let me explore this this thing that happened to someone else and like tell that story and this is edgy and what is it about guys like straight guys love making like violent like lo-fi short films featuring like women that they crush on yeah also sarah mclaughlin did it way long ago and way better what was hers um it's the song she had a stalker and she made a song out of the uh notes that he would send her and um it's i forget the song but 
I have this tune in my head. Oh my god, I want to listen. And it was the it was a major hit. Um, Close your eyes, girl. Da, 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 I'll take your breath away. I think it's. Oh my god, I love that yeah, song. It's, it's I'll all... take your breath away. Yeah. Oh, possession. Possession. That's the one. So it's all like notes that he wrote to her, which is a little bit of a dangerous game because you're validating this person. But you're also like retooling and like owning, like taking now possession yeah, yeah, of, of like She's... what could be a trauma. Yeah. Now let's like cleanse palettes with yeah. a little bit <laughs> with, of. Like, oh. <laughs> copyright because we can you can't claim copyright we're commenting on this video this is parody <laughs> this is mystery science theater 4000 companion i have full body chills <laughs> This is peak, like... I will be the one, one. Hold it down It's real dark. Kiss is so long <laughs> I'll take your breath away Sounds romantic if you don't know it's I d- always thought this was romantic. Yeah, no. It's terrifying. Wipe away your tears. My God. Yeah. My next karaoke song. Yes. Oh, let's do karaoke. <laughs> let's do karaoke. It cascade the boarding school I went to. We were only allowed to listen to certain albums, yeah. and this Sarah McLaughlin album was one. Oh, so I've had a rotation. full love affair. <laughs> like I know this song better than I know myself. Oh my god! Now that is a true that's artist. A yeah. yeah, that's a, yeah. That's this taking is, the power. That's why would you, as a man, take a stalker note and make your own song about it? Because and you're a fucking idiot. This woman. You're so dumb. When that I was in sucks. film school, he is a dropkick of a yeah. He a is a human dropkick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in film school, all the like straight male filmmakers yeah. all wanted to make like scary movies, mm-hmm. and they would ask me to be in them, like not help out, <laughs> but like because I was also in film school. But they were like star in my movie, so yeah. I would do all these short films. Like one, I was kidnapped by like a serial killer and like strung up on the wall, like drugged and like drag across the floor. Another one, I was like covered in blood and my bra and underwear and like tied to a table. Oh my God. It was just like, they are living out these like weird, like yeah, fantasies. fantasy for them. It's not genre. It's not like uh, some sort of, you know, comment on anything. It's just, let's kill a woman. Yeah. <laughs> it goes not- no further than just like, this is thrilling to me. Yeah. Yeah. This is edgy. So, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, Boring. Fuck that guy. Yawn, fuck that guy. Yeah. You're way better than him. Yeah. Listen to that Sarah McLaugh song and just vibe out. <laughs> Canadian queen. Maybe she'll have a Selena sans. Maybe Sarah will like make a comeback. Cause oh my God, I'm Shania so tried. Done. Shania tried. I went to her tour. You did? The last Hell time. yeah. I went to her tour. It was at Staples Center. I love her voice when she's just talking. Yeah. And I bought merch that I still have. Yes. And uh, the power went out in the middle of her show. And she just belted it out anyway. No, no. she ran off the stage. 
and then like they turned on all the lights in the Staples Center, which was oh my really jarring when you've been in like the middle of a concert because yeah. the production value was high, oh. and she had some really good like Jaguar visuals. Okay, and then they like figured out what the problem was, and then restarted the song, and she came back out and just acted like nothing had happened. Oh my god, pure Shania hijinks. Like, stick to the script. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she her little Sorry body that, guys. running off the stage. <laughs> was incredible (laughs) i loved it okay did she play all the hits all the hits okay yeah that's great then Mm -hmm. yeah it was worth it but the staples center was not full like people did not really like turn out for that which is a missed opportunity like i would have gone if i'd known yeah that that was gonna happen (laughs) it was a great show hi lauren beautiful guest thank you i feel like i'm on the brim of a babe moment in need to vent I've been seeing a guy for five months now who I've fallen for pretty hard. We have the best time together when we're with each other, but that's not very often, once or twice a week at most. When we're apart, he barely ever texts me, doesn't check in, etc. He's going through a rough and transitional time in his life, turning 40 in a few weeks, having some hardships in his production career, and all the depressive qualities that come with this. I've been super blunt with him, telling him I want a romantic relationship, and he's told me he would too, but he needs time to get his shit together. I totally get that. I don't expect to be his number one priority yet, but it's like I'm barely on his radar at all. So when he told me he would spend time together, we would spend time together this weekend before he goes out of town for a week. I was so excited. Cut to him going to two parties in a gala event. No text or invite for me. I had a Katie Maloney-esque text journey and told him how neglected I feel. His only response was, we'll talk in person when I'm back. I guess my question is, where do I go from here? I really, really like him. I'm trying my best to be as patient as possible, but going days to full weeks at a time before talking or seeing each other is really getting to me. Love and light. Is your name um, Natalie from the Devil Devil Wears Prada and you're dating Andy? (laughs) 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 Who's going to galas? (laughs) Him going to a gala and not inviting you is fucked up. Yeah. And also like... Warning. I hate hate to break it to you, but this guy doesn't like you that much. Yeah, that's my take too he's just not that into you yeah unfortunately that's just how it goes so dump him before you can dump you do something get get out now waste or waste his time do something like i don't know tell him you're having a gala yeah (laughs) spend thousands of dollars photoshop yourself into a gala (laughs) yes yes (laughs) and then like put a getty image watermark on the photoshop picture and then post it on social media and be like wow what a great great gala that was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or just like pick any gala that's happening and have a friend that's really good at photoshop like photoshop you into like all these hot events yeah that could work yeah a gala fuck Two this guy yeah, you gotta break sucks. up with him because you're now compromising your own self-worth yeah. by like take the power you've told he's him he's been dicking you around too much yeah and you've told him what you want and he said he can't do it which is just like that's that yeah there's no more there's nothing That's else it. left. Yeah. Okay. Go. Have the boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Having a stroke. Um, we're back. <laughs> but, 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 the boundaries uh, are hard. Boundaries. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It will hurt. You'll miss him. Yeah. And then you'll get over it. And it'll just be like, whatever. Or he'll be a typical guy and be like, wait. wait. Yeah. And maybe like after you take space, he'll come back and he'll be ready to commit. But yeah. like. You're not gaining anything by waiting around for this guy to, like, prove that he wants to, like, 
date you and have just common decency and like yeah. communicating with you. Unless what he's hot, then just follow him <laughs> around. <laughs> do whatever you can be like do. Lara Flynn Boyle in Wayne's World. Yeah. Hey, Wayne. Wayne. Or what's the one? Oh, the Strangers with Candy episode where she like <laughs> has that hot jock boyfriend, but he'll only make out with her by the in the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are your options. Yeah. Thanks Send pics. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but it'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be better off. Is my new job a babe is this one. Hi, Lara. Like many of the other readers, I'm extremely grateful for the laws your podcasts give me, Babe and Saving SICT3. As a recent visit to the post-secret exhibit at the Museum of Man in San Diego. (laughs) I just stroked out. (laughs) San Diego makes me stroke out. (laughs) Stroke squared. In San Diego, I feel like you basically created your own outlet for people to share their deepest secrets. Anyway, I've been at my new job for six months and would love you to weigh in. The new job pays very well, almost double my previous salary, and is close to my house. My first week, I found out that the office had a serious rodent problem, and my coworkers acted like I was a psycho when I freaked out about it. There was literally a mouse living in my desk. Oh, I've never had issues getting along with coworkers, but the but most of the people at this job are miserable, frumpy trolls. Part of the job requires frequent travel with my team, a male boss, another male, and a female. During my first trip, I ended up it ended up just being me and my male boss. I spent most of that work trip alone, getting stoned in my hotel room or drunk by myself. I ended up at a very strange open mic night, which is a whole separate story. <laughs> That's a real babe. <laughs> a random open mic night. <laughs> Nothing worse. It's always a troll. <laughs> This gave me a false hope that all work trips would be my own little company-funded weed and alcohol binge. Then came the next trip. This time, my whole team would be coming, so I knew I would have to spend some time interacting with them. Fortunately, the girl, pregnant, didn't want to do anything except sleep, and the other guy had to leave abruptly due to a family emergency, so I was alone with my male boss. I guess it's worth noting that my boss is a married man with multiple children, so I thought he would just do his own thing. I made plans to go to a bar where my friends work free drinks in my hotel room before heading to the bar, I hit the vape pen too many times and drank some canned wine. When I received a text from my boss asking if he can join me wherever I'm going for dinner, I panicked and told him to come. And then I popped an Adderall hoping that it would make me seem less stone slash buzz wrong. I ended up frantically talking about the alchemist, the entire 25 minute Uber ride to the restaurant. Classic Adderall. (laughs) We get to the restaurant, which is full-on romantic ambiance, and my friends immediately start bringing over complimentary shots. Thanks to the Adderall, I barely touched my dinner, so those shots really kicked in fast. The details of the night are hazy, but I remember thinking to myself, do not accidentally fuck your boss, and also remember him saying that me and my friends were so hot. Oh, no. The next morning, I woke up in my hotel room with no recollection of what transpired. I had to get myself together and meet my boss for a long day of work, but I had no idea how things left off the night before. I called friends to get some clarity, but apparently they also blacked out, despite the fact that they were working, lol. Considering the fact that I woke up alone, still in my bodysuit from the night before, I'm pretty certain nothing salacious happened. Maybe you guys have the plague from your (laughs) mice problem. Yeah, you seriously have the black death. You're spreading it now, (laughs) wherever you went. This is the beginning of contagion. You're Gwyneth. When I showed up an hour and a half late to meet my boss, we made a few jokes and it seemed like all was fine. 
until he started making extremely inappropriate comments about what kind of porn he likes, his dating history, and other things no boss should say to their employee. I guess blacking out together really diminished professional boundaries. Since returning from the trip, the inappropriate comments keep on coming. He now makes comments about how certain female co-workers need to be medicated because they are too emotional, uh. how he got a vasectomy, and remarks on my appearance, which the Leo in me loves, but still gross. While I love the opportunity to jet set and make good money, the people I'm surrounded by at this job are really questionable. With multiple work trips lined up from now through October, I don't know how to reestablish boundaries with my boss, especially since I'll be the only female traveling due to the other one being pregnant. Any input is appreciated. Run. (laughs) Yeah. um, This This is is not your fault. Like, just because you guys got drunk together doesn't, and you doesn't isn't a free pass to say whatever you want for the rest of his life if you feel uncomfortable you i know it's easy for me to say but like just because that happened before doesn't mean it's still okay happening now if you're not comfortable anymore yeah right totally but it also and it's not your fault like you're the employee and he's the boss so it's really on him to set the tone and like behave himself yeah But it also, like, this stumps me because I don't know how to turn back time on the boundaries once they've been crossed. Yeah, but you can, I think you can, like, be like, hey, that was fun, but I kind of just, like, don't want to, I want to be boss and employee again. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think limiting alcohol is going to be the first step. Yeah. Just on work trips, especially. Like, if you set the tone that it's, like... I mean, live, laugh, love, do whatever you want when he's not around. But if he's around, I would really reel it in. Maybe like one to zero cocktails just to be like, you're taking things seriously and you're just like not in a place of like drunken shenanigans. Because you're right. Like he could easily be like, well, but we did it before. Like I thought that. Yeah. Kind of mealy mouth. And I think excuses feeling out maybe. Because my only worry is that, like, she tells the boss something and then suddenly there's, like, negative repercussions for just being like, hey, you know what? Like, full disclosure, I partied hard the night that we went out to dinner and probably said some things that I normally would not say in front of a boss. And I feel like now the, like, there's just no, the dynamics are making me a little uncomfortable is, like... I feel like men are more apt to be like, what, what the fuck? Like yeah, get sure. mad. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell without knowing the people in the situation. I mean, like in an ideal world, you should be able to say like, Hey, yeah, all that stuff. And let's backpedal a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, and for no one to feel like lingering weirdness about it. Yeah. But we all know that's not the world we live in. Yeah. And I mean, I've had bosses too. And I feel like, I don't know what industry the reader is in, but yeah. like, a lot of times, like, I've had bosses out in L.A. that have really crossed lines just with, like, either telling you, like, too much information yeah. or, like, one boss, like, grabbed my ass at a Christmas party once. And, like, there, I never said anything because it was just, I felt like it wasn't my place, which is on me. So, I don't really know. I mean. It's tricky. And especially because, like definitely don't say it in front of anybody else if you can if you do feel like saying it anything you can make it a private 
conversation to minimize the risk of his fragile ego being (laughs) threatened. I think that's part of it. And I think for future, like if he asks to join you for dinner, it's totally okay to be like, Oh, sorry. Like I'm not going out tonight and then just stay off social media or like make an excuse. Like you don't owe him to include him on whatever it is that you do. Yeah. And just like, it's not really like you don't need to be going. He doesn't need to be joining you for any sort of like dinner. That's not like work related, especially if you're just going to be out with your friends. Yeah. Maybe it's just that you don't say anything. You just like change your, or stop allowing him to be around you. And then if he brings it up, then you can say something maybe. Yeah. I think like showing him that you're like in a more, you're taking like a more conservative and professional approach to work is like the first step. Yeah. And then he would feel uncomfortable to be like, I had a vasectomy last year or something (laughs) like, which is insane to say, but I know those boundaries get pushed all the time. Yeah. And I mean, maybe this is giving him a lot of benefit of the doubt, Yeah, but maybe he thinks that this is the kind of relationship you guys have now. And if he's not like a total freak, like, if he is actually like kind of a nice guy or whatever, then maybe you can just be like, look, like I really like, I let my guard down a lot and like I got really inappropriate, but I just want you to know that that's not how I conduct myself at work. And I'm going to do a better job about keeping things like really professional between us. Yeah. So maybe if you even phrase it like that, he'll kind of take the fucking hint to like stop talking the way that he talks. It's amazing what like how, many people can't read the room and can't tell that they're making people uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. I've had so many guys say things to me that are just like, do you think that girl would fuck me? And I'm like, we're working and that person is working with us and I'm not on your side on this. Like, why do you think I would, I of all people would be okay with hearing this from you? So it's like, it just sucks when they like, just why are you bringing that to work? Yeah. It really is like, and it's also shitty that it feels like it's your job to be policing this person's actions or like your, cause I'm now thinking of like all the rooms I've walked into or meetings where someone has said something like truly disgusting to me or that has something that's made me feel like so brutally uncomfortable and like you just kind of have to like laugh and then like never Move speak on. to them again yeah. because you're just like you you're so oh, you're fucking done. vile you don't get yeah it. yeah um but it's also like you the these people should all know better than to act how they act yeah it's one thing to have like a crazy work drinking night it's another thing to like show up and keep thinking that the party's still on at work yeah that's not cool yeah and it's like i want I feel I don't feel like it's okay for women or any sort of like victims of this type of behavior to have to take yeah. the onus of it or like the responsibility or take on the emotional baggage of how to correct it. But at the same time, I do want you to like keep making a ton of money and travel and yeah. stuff. But I think that it's just like your best bet is probably just to remedy your way of how you approach these situations from here on out yeah. and show that you're just like a fucking corporate professional mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your job is. 
Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) She's like, I'm a farmer. But even if you were a stripper, you don't, you don't want that, then you don't have to hear it or you shouldn't have to. Yeah. That's the the type of work has nothing to do with behavior at work. Yeah. There's like no job where you can feel like uncomfortable or compromised and disrespected. Yeah. Like you set the tone. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Good luck. Thank you for joining me. Again. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for emailing. You can email me any of your babe quandaries at babepodcast at gmail.com. You can head on over to IMDb Pro (laughs) if you have an account (laughs) and vote my me and Graydon stars up. Yeah. Or just like Google us. Google us. We think it's just searching. I don't know. Mine keeps plummeting and plummeting. Yeah, I think I haven't checked <laughs> I mine. So I would appreciate an update from any readers that yeah. are currently listening. But we'll never know until we know. <laughs> Wait, let's see. Can we just look at our... Will it show it? It just... IMDb? It'll only show like if you're going up or down. Literally one of my friends on a text chain texted all of us on the chain and was like, does anyone have an IMDb Pro account I can log into? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, share that fucking login info with me. Yeah. So I can just constantly refresh. Yeah. Have you ever uploaded a picture? No, I need to. We should do headshots for each other. We should. Oh my God. Let's do it. (gasps) You're going up. Look at you. Oh my God. I'm She's in the green. Up. Yeah. In the, oh, oh, up 40,000 this week. 40-something thousand. I'm up, up 49,000. Wow. Whoa. Thank you, guys. That's gorgeous. So much. Also, I mean, I was on last week's episode of Vanderpump Rules, so oh, I feel God, like that yeah, had something that. to do with it. Thanks. I'm I need so to put that on my IMDb. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner eater. <laughs> Dinner eater with one line. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Things are looking good, so keep up the good work. Me I don't know if everyone. I can take this. It's a gray doing show. <laughs> <Gray> doing. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I went down 218,000 this week. Damn. Well, that means I was at least up high for some reason. Great, and you need all, a lot of pictures. I know. Because once people see how hot you are, they're going to just... True. get it pop a major boner and then shoot <laughs> your star meter up yeah. to the high heavens <laughs> squirt it up into the sky okay we need we both have a lot of work to do on our imdbs look how many credits you have yeah you need to upload photos of all this stuff we'll have a conversation <sighs> offline Fine. i this don't is- know who puts i've put a couple things on here i honestly don't know who's putting like contadina commercial i did on here what's I contadina it's like a tomato paste <laughs> <laughs> this episode of babe is why. brought to you by contadina i didn't put the clothes i didn't i put in maybe we need to put our web series on oh here. god yeah we absolutely have to put we have a lot of imdb work to do yeah yeah I put influenced on there you gotta some things <laughs> you gotta put in some time and yeah Elbow grease, like your IMDb star rating. <laughs> let's let's pimp or out our IMDb's something. pages and just like should make we try and sell them? He, what our pages? Yeah. <laughs> pimp them out and then sell them to a lookalike? No, just sell, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know. We'll make a product out of it somehow. We'll figure it out. Yeah, monetize. We'll monetize IMDb. I hope all of you are monetizing everything everything yeah we bestow riches upon you yeah nothing but wealth for all the readers when you go through a hard time think about how can i monetize this Mm -hmm. 
that's how we'll all get me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Laura just died. <laughs> <I did. laughs> Whoa. I'm like brain fog much. Yes. Um, that's how we'll all get majorly wealthy. Yeah. And like you kick us up a little bit. Retire and stop living a bug's life. The money goes straight up to Lara. Yeah. You got to pick it up. Kick it up to Lara. I want three points. Three points on that, Maloney. Yeah. I want to to start taking points, shaving points off the top of your bottom lines. And I get $300 a session for our sessions because I'm Dr. (laughs) Melfi. All right. Love and light. Bye. Follow me on Twitter. Bye. (laughs) Instagram. At Graydon Shepherd. At Graydon Shepherd. Send me whole pics. Send, spell it. Send, spell it. <laughs> Graydon Shepherd. G R A Y D O N S H G P P A R D. Babe. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.